You're listening to episode number 30 of the Nurture Me podcast. I've been thinking a lot about leadership lately and how one can be a leader in their own lives in general. I think that we usually define leaders as someone who leads or commands a group, organization, or a country. But I do believe that leadership shows up in different ways and it doesn't have to look like the conventional definition of leadership. So I really love this idea of redefining leadership on our own terms. As Michelle, this week's podcast guest, explained, Michelle is the founder and CEO of I Am Feminine Leader and a creative director of I Am Editorials. She is a self-proclaimed holistic producer and Michelle helps female founders and entrepreneurs create embodiment experiences where purpose-driven women create meaningful impact. She believes that by nurturing and encouraging women to express themselves authentically, they're elevated to a state of consciousness that enriches their lives and the world around them. Michelle creates and facilitates experiences so women can connect, build relationships, and courageously rise as the feminine leader they were born to be. I Am Editorials is a creative expression of storytelling and artistry created to inspire women and mothers to own their femininity and define their unique leadership style. A wife and mother of two, Michelle is currently living the dream expat lifestyle in Puerto Rico. So I just want to welcome Michelle to the podcast. You're listening to the Nurture Me podcast, the only podcast that teaches you how to transform your physical and mental well-being so that you can feel your very best. We firmly believe that life is more than another diet. It's time to hear from the experts and support the self-love revolution. Here's your host, educator, nutrition and mindset coach, Jenna Lesnar. What does feminine leadership mean to you? Well, feminine leadership represents the core of every woman's values and beliefs about herself and how she exists in the world. So I believe it's a multidimensional and ever evolving expression, much like a woman's life. And it's rich because it's a journey and there's transitions, contrasts, and moments that continually shape and guide us to our highest selves. So when a woman is attuned to the feminine energy within her, that is when she can truly define leadership and success on her own terms. I love that. And how do you think that leadership shows up in our daily lives then? Well, I believe that every human being is a leader. It doesn't matter, you know, whether you're earning a paycheck or not, your age, where you come from. I believe that we all have a leader within us in our own right. And that we all possess two distinct expressions of leadership. So leading is what I consider an internal expression of leadership. And that's showing, doing, it's just the state of who we are as a person, our state of being. And this exists within all of us, regardless of our individual power, authority, or influence. So it's really about how we move and exist in the world, really. Um, Our personality, if you would say as well. And, and then there's also being a leader, which to me is an, ex, an external expression. So being a leader means that you are exercising your internal leading abilities through some type of power, authority, or influence that you hold. And that ultimately empowers, elevates, and develops the potential of others, inspiring them to lead. 
So I know that that might sound a lot, like, like a lot to unpack, but I truly believe that when we cultivate and we nurture our leading abilities and those natural internal expressions, that they amplify our impact as leaders and that external expression that we share with the world. I love how you define that because I think so often we don't consider that we all have that leader, leading skills, right? Leadership ability, where we just view it as the latter, right? Of people as being leaders and not as something that, you know, is innately in, in everyone. Absolutely. And that is the power of defining leadership on your own terms and really affirming your value as a human being for women and for all human beings, you know, because we all possess those qualities and the unique Uniqueness with feminine leadership is that feminine energy is the energy that exists in the universe that is nurturing, that is growth orientated, that is rooted and foundational. And and it's not to say that masculine energy doesn't have positive qualities as well. We are not meant to just have feminine energy as women. Feminine energy is not just for women. Feminine energy is for men as well. So it's, we're meant to be in balance with our masculine and feminine energy. So when we recognize the attributes and the strengths of both, and we have them expressed together, then that is when we are able to make the greatest impact on the world. So when one is more dominant than the other, that's not necessarily the greatest thing for, for our expression. And, and that is why for women in particular who are struggling with connecting to their heart or struggling with identity, it's usually as a result of having a dominant masculine energy that we've been socially conditioned to have. And, and I mean, that's a whole other conversation. That's probably a whole other podcast, but, but I truly believe that feminine energy allows us to reconnect to heart, reconnect to identity. And that is why it is so important for women to, to understand that and to be attuned to it. Yeah. I love that you brought that up because I, I see that a lot in my practice of working with nutrition, right. Of seeing people in the masculine of, you know, counting calories and measuring this and measuring that and not necessarily in tune with that feminine energy of relying on their intuition and in tune with their bodies of what, how food is supporting them. So I think that that's such a great point. And I think it, you know, goes into every faucet of our lives, not just one specific thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So how does feminine leadership show up in motherhood? Yeah, well, in motherhood is one of the most transformative experiences a woman can experience in her life. It's, it not only changes her physically, it transforms her entire sense of self and, and quite often her entire consciousness of the world. And so, you know, for, for women listening, you know, if, you're, if you haven't had children yet, if you're planning to have children, if you're, if you're not planning to have children. It doesn't mean that feminine leadership cannot show up for you in your life. But what it means is that how we lead as feminine leaders, as mothers, is, is just defined a little differently. So, you know, the way that I, I like to kind of break this down is that there's no one more unique than you. And feminine leadership is a spectrum. 
So it's broad because of culture, of age, the stage of life that you're in, your values and beliefs. So like I said before, you know, if, if you are planning to have children, if you've had children, if you're not planning to have children, it doesn't mean that you still can't tap into and be attuned to those nurturing and mothering qualities that feminine leadership instills in us. And so it can show up in a lot of different ways, you know, as a mom or not, you know, it can show up as maybe it's the way that you raise and nurture your family or your nieces and nephews, or the young people in your life. It's the way that you interact with them and the energy that you bring for them. You know, women are the CEOs of the household. I like to say this because we are the ones, we are the creators of a family culture. So, you know, regardless of having children or not, women create the culture in the family. And that is such a strong thing that I think all women need to recognize. And then also, that culture that you kind of create and you bring with you throughout your family and your relationships, it ultimately inspires others how to grow and to embrace their own leadership styles. And, and I do believe as well that with feminine leadership, that setting boundaries and claiming a safe space for your family to grow and thrive or your, or in your relationships is also a strong feminine quality because Feminine leadership is deeply rooted in embodiment of your higher self, embodiment of your truth. And you can't really express yourself authentically or, or live in your truth if you don't have healthy boundaries. So that is one way that it can show up. And it's also how we emulate that to the world. So, you know, how we show people naturally through our leading abilities, how we care for each other how we advocate and communicate our needs and how we care for others and, and create, you know, like I said before, that culture of unity, that culture of inclusion. And yeah, it's just, it's, I feel like it's, it's such a important subject for, for all women, not just for mothers. Yeah, of course. And those nurturing qualities that women have, they, they come out in other maybe in their career, other faucets of not just being at home with their children, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I love that phrase, the CEO of the household. That's so awesome. It's true because, you know, when you think about an, an organization and how it is run, you know, the CEO is the visionary. The CEO is the one that, that brings the vision and the mission to life. Right. And so women are those visionaries in a family culture. That's what I mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I guess something I didn't consider when I wrote this question for you is how that shows up as an aunt, right? I, I have some some beautiful nieces and nephew that and just looking at that feminine leadership piece in in being an aunt and the influence that I can have on them through that. Yeah, well, and you know, that really just comes back to the foundation of women being the nurturers and being the ones to create that family culture. So whether you're an aunt, a grandma, you know, a friend, like you have the capacity to contribute to that culture by sharing the feminine qualities that you have. And because feminine leadership is a spectrum 
um, there's a lot of different expressions that that can be shared that are all equally valid and important. So there are women out there who, who are, you know, their nurturing qualities are expressed differently than other women. And it's not wrong or better. It's literally how you exist in the world and how you make an impact on others that matters. Yeah, beautiful. And as feminine leaders, what do you think are the most important conversations to have with our daughters? Oh, well, there's so many that I think, but, you know, I definitely, I'm in, I'm in the thick of this right now because I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old and, and my older daughter is starting to ask a lot of questions and starting to become more aware of, of certain things that are happening in the world. And so I, I like to employ education about feminine and masculine energy in our household because I think that it's important that she understands that she has inherently both within her and that, and that helps to, I guess, educate her about how to regulate and to understand the, her feelings and emotions, educating about fat masculine and feminine energy, of course, educating about healthy boundaries and kindness and, you know, reality versus what the media feeds us. I think that's such an important conversation because, you know, social media and, and mass media in general, I feel just really skews what female leadership is and how female leadership is celebrated. And the concept of, you know, defining leadership on your own terms is something that we don't often see in mass media because we're told what success is and we're told what, you know, a leader is. And, and it, I find that that almost stifles our creative abilities to define it for ourselves. So I do like to have that conversation in our household. I like to talk about the power of intuition because again, you know, children are intuitive by nature and it's only as we grow and we're exposed to all of these external influencers, is our intuition clouded or overshadowed? And, and as a mom of two daughters and kind of going through this own process of awakening for myself, I'm starting to realize how powerful that is, how powerful those shadows can be. So I'm making the conscious effort to teach my daughters about intuition from a very young age because I want them to understand that throughout their life, there are going to be evolutions in their thinking. There are going to be belief systems and events that are going to challenge their thoughts, that are going to challenge their beliefs. And, and if they are attuned to their intuition, then hopefully they will always be true to themselves instead of just following, following the masses or, or assuming a belief that doesn't serve them. So I feel that's really important. And then lastly, of course, of course, always body confidence and positivity. You know, I, I struggled so much when I was young with body confidence because I was an overweight kid and I went through a lot of growing pains, like through puberty and, and, and into my twenties, you know, and I just, when I think back about all of the stuff that I actually led myself to believe, you know, I just, I know that I probably won't be able to prevent all of it from penetrating, you know, my daughter's minds, but I, I really 
really think that body confidence and body positivity is important for girls. Yeah, 100%. And my experience too, right? When it comes to where we really find those beliefs about ourselves, even though, you know, innately, they're not true, right? And I think, you know, talking to them, your daughters about intuition, it does maybe protect them, quote unquote, in a way from some of those mass media messages when it comes to messages about their body of them just being true to themselves and what how they feel about their bodies. Yeah, well, and, and also, you know, being intuitive about the natural state of your body and learning how, like the difference between, you know, how certain approaches can change your body and how your body can naturally exist, right? Because I'm sure you probably have this conversation with your clients as well as it relates to intuitive eating because, you know, if you follow this protocol, if you eat this amount of food, if you do these activities, you can achieve this result. But every individual, man or woman, child or older person will have a natural state of being in their body when they have optimum nutrition and optimum health. And, and that doesn't always fall into the mold of what is socially acceptable as being healthy and fit. Am I right? Like, and that's, I feel like what the conversation about body positivity and body confidence is like in our household, because everybody is different. And just because someone looks a certain way, it doesn't mean they're unhealthy, right? It doesn't, or it doesn't mean that they are healthy, right? Assuming that someone who is thin is healthy and someone who maybe has a different composition is not, you know what I mean? So there's that part of it. And then there's also the intuitive part of knowing, okay, I feel good. So this is okay. And when I don't feel good, that is not okay, regardless of how I look. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it does come down to that that feeling, right. And that's something that I talk a lot about in my practice. And, you know, I had a client recently asked me of like, what's an ideal weight for me? I was like, I can't give you an answer, right? It it needs to be how you feel in your body, right. And at a weight that you feel your best at without, you know, being overly like restrictive or, you know, having an unhealthy relationship with exercise or whatever it is, just a number that maybe it's not a number, right? That ever you feel good at, I think is, is really the key to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. And for me personally, because I've struggled with this a lot throughout my life and only probably in the last three years, have I really started to embody that for myself, like embody that kindness and that awareness for myself is that I'm so attuned now, you know, it's like if I, if I have a certain activity level, but my body will tell me when I'm not eating enough calories, you know, cause my, I'll just feel hungry or I'll feel something in the body. And it's like, you know, maybe before I would have suppressed that feeling thinking, oh, well, you know, if I, but if I just, if I don't eat more food, then maybe, you know, I'll, I'll reach a different goal or a specific goal. Right. And so that's why intuitive eating has made such an impact in my life because 
I realized that when I eat intuitively, it actually didn't affect my body composition at all. In fact, it, it made it better because I nourished my body when it needed it. And I didn't over, you know, I didn't overindulge when I didn't, you know what I mean? So it's a very powerful tool for, for all people to be aware of, I think. Yeah. I love that our conversation naturally went there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 So can you tell me more about how you help women become leaders in their own lives? Sure. Well, I mentor women who feel disconnected from their identity so they can reconnect with their hearts and actualize their unique expression of womanhood. So I do this through a community called Margo. It's Margo Community. I am a mentor with that community, and I also offer workshops on feminine leadership. And I feel like that the mentorship piece, like I'm not a coach, I'm not, you know, a a nutrition expert or a leadership expert. I am literally the woman who has been through the trenches and who has dug herself out. My life experiences are, are impactful when they're shared and and, I, and that is what I aspire to do is to mentor women and to support them on their own journeys. Because I believe that all women have the answers within themselves. And sometimes all it takes is just someone to listen and to help them work through their thoughts to uncover the answers. I love that. I think that mentorship is so powerful with someone who's been through what, you know, maybe you're going through something similar or you know, a similar experience that, you know, having someone with a personal connection to that can really make the difference. Um, and know that you're not alone, right? I think is a big part of it is we, we always think that we're alone in our struggle, but having someone be like, you know what, I've been there, there's a light on the other side, let's, let's work through this can be so empowering. Mm-hmm. So where can listeners find more Michelle? Sure. So like, you know, I, The Margo community that I mentioned before is online. Um, They have mentors in a lot of different areas of expertise, but you can find me on the Margo community website. I have my own website as well. It is IamAFeminineLeader.com. And I offer free 30-minute consultations for anyone that's interested in working with me. So like I said before, I've been so fortunate to have been mentored and gifted the wisdom of incredible leaders throughout my life. So I'm really passionate about paying it forward. And my partnership with Margo reflects that desire to make that support accessible. So 15% of the fees goes towards Margo's affiliate charities. And I also offer professional services for female business owners who are looking to create impactful experiences for their teams, clients, and customers. And that information can be found on my website. You can follow me on Instagram. It's at I am a feminine leader. I'm also on LinkedIn under Michelle Hersayak Nassif. And I have, you know, links and resources available on all of those platforms for people to connect with me and learn more. Amazing. Thank you. I will put those links in the show notes so people can find them easily. And it's been a pleasure to chat with you today, Michelle. Yeah, thank you so much, Jenna. I appreciate the offer and opportunity. And I I really hope that I will get to know some of your listeners as well. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that you're feeling empowered with this information to nurture your own body, mind, and spirit. Did you love the episode as much as I did? And if you did, be sure to share this with me by leaving a review or taking a screenshot of the episode, sharing it on Instagram with your biggest insights, and be sure to take me. If you aren't already following me on social media, come join me on Instagram at Simply Nurtured for daily inspiration or check out my website, simplynurtured.ca. And I really want to make sure that you know that you're supported on your journey. If you have not already joined my incredible free library of resources that include recipes, meal plans, mindset workbooks, webinars, challenges, a Facebook group, community, and free trainings, head over to simplynurture.ca and select free library in the menu to get on this exclusive free content. And be sure to share that link with your friends and enjoy. We'll see you in the next episode.